welcome to Psalm 53. Now if you have worked your way through the first 52 Psalms, this Psalm will kind of give you a feeling that you've already read this Psalm somewhere earlier. Now if you get that feeling, you are right. This Psalm is an adaptation of Psalm 14 and scholars believe that the musicians for various uses adapted them in the songbook so that they are used at the temple worship. But this Psalm is a great reminder of a person, a person who is called as fool, who says in his heart that there is no God. Now the word fool here is an interesting word. It does not mean a simpleton, nor a slow, dull or a stupid person. A fool here is a person who understands what it is meant by the term God. He knows who God is. He acknowledges this being called as God, but chooses not to believe in him. In other words, chooses to willfully organize his or her life without any reference to God whatsoever. In one sense, this person is a practical atheist. Now, here is another interesting aspect we might miss out as we read this psalm in our English translations, but not the Hebrew readers. In the Hebrew reading of Psalm 53, it says, The Nabal says in his heart, there is no God. The Nabal, it doesn't say the fool says in his heart, it says the Nabal says in his heart, there is no God. Well, who is Nabal? In 1 Samuel chapter 25, a whole chapter in fact is devoted to this man called as Nabal and his wife Abigail and the encounter with David. Verse 1 onwards reads, Now there was a man in Maon whose business was in Carmel, and this man was a very rich man. He had 3,000 sheep and a 1,000 goats, and he was sharing his sheep in Carmel. And the name of this man was Nabal and the name of his wife Abigail. Now she was a woman of good understanding and beautiful appearance, but this man was harsh and evil in his doings. He was of the house of Caleb. Now David heard of this man Nabal and sent his man to seek for help and assistance. But Nabal outrightly refuses to offer any help and chases away David's men. Subsequently, David and his men get ready to attack Nabal. Meanwhile, a servant from the household of Nabal briefs his wife Abigail of the situation and upon hearing what David intended to do and what her husband has done, she hurries to meet David and meets him halfway and bows down before him and seeks his hearing. And the Bible says, She fell at his feet and said, On me, my lord, on me, let this iniquity be. And please let your maidservant speak in your ears and hear the words of your maidservant. Please let not my lord regard this scoundrel Nabal. For as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name and folly is with him. See what she says. Please, my lord, do not regard this scoundrel Nabal. For as his name is, so is he, Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. In other words, she is saying, I know Nabal, I know Nabal well enough. He is a wicked and ill-tempered man. Please do not pay any attention to him. He is a fool, just as his name suggests. Now consider the Hebrew reading of this verse again. It says, Nabal says in his heart, there is no God. You see, Nabals know that there is a God, or they do, but they willfully choose to live as if there is no God. You see, Nabal's denial of God may not be really overt as such, but he lives as if there exists no God. Basically, they don't care. Now let me say this, we all are vulnerable to the state of mind and the heart of Nabal. It is not that we may deny the existence of God. It is not that we may overtly debate about the non-existence of God either. But just that we may become too callous about God. We may just not care enough to involve God or acknowledge God or even give reference to Him in our daily living. Now those of us who are born in Christian families, the danger I think is even more. 
We might say, oh, I've seen it, done it, have been through the motions of faith. I don't care any longer. You see, your heart gets far removed from what you do. The danger is for each one of us to become neighbors who in his heart has no regard for God whatsoever. And because this person does not care about God, his or her values flow out of his careless attitude. David here says, oh, they are corrupt. They engage in activities displeasing to God. They exploit people and take advantage of them as well. You see, our belief have consequences because it is out of our belief our behavior flows. So when a person does not seem to regard God, his actions also seem to be careless, not taking into the account of who God is and what God expects out of his life. So the question we may all ask ourselves today is, well, I may believe there is a God. I might have a head knowledge about who this God is, but have I become casual about this fact? I mean, does his uh, being there affect my living for him? Do I conduct my life and direct my choices in keeping with the glory and the name of the Lord I profess? Is God the most important factor of my life? Do I live to honor him and seek his counsel? Is my faith a mere ritualism or is it an ongoing relationship that I enjoy with God every day? You see, all of us are in danger when it comes to the spirit of Nabal. And may the Lord keep us from this spirit. And may we live in deep, utmost devotion and reverence to our God. Shall we pray? Dear Lord, I don't want to be the fool, the Nabal who says, I don't care about God. I do, O oh Lord. I do care about you. Would you therefore keep me from this attitude, which is a danger I can run into any time as I love this Christian faith and live this every day? Would you keep the fire of God rekindled in my heart always and as David enjoyed his proximity with God at all the times? May I, O oh Lord, enjoy a deep and satisfying relationship with you. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.